Welcome to a couple of teachers podcasts. This is episode seven, Changing Grade Levels. I'm your host, Danny, and this is the co-host, Becky. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about our experiences with changing grade levels, our experiences with uh, working with different age groups, and we're going to share some tips and tricks for those who are uh, possible. Switching grade levels, I personally have taught the same grade every year, but I know you have switched grade levels uh, at least once. Uh, What are your experiences with having to switch from one grade level to another? So, yes, I switched from fourth grade to sixth grade. In my experience, I taught fourth grade for two years. The school I was hired at, that was my first position I was hired for was fourth grade. And I taught fourth grade for two years, and then my principal came to me and said, we need a sixth grade teacher in the district I teach in. It's K six in elementary, and in many school districts, six is in middle school. And our district is actually making that shift um, for many reasons. Part of the reason my principal came to me is um, it's difficult sometimes to find teachers to teach sixth grade in an elementary school setting who um, are willing and also. Willing in several ways. Willing because behavior is very different. Um, I wouldn't argue it's more or less than, say, kindergarten. It's just very different um, types of behavior. And also willing to learn and dedicate time to learning the content because all of our curriculum for sixth grade is bought for middle school. Um, Like, it's middle school curriculum. And so the science is for a science teacher to teach. And the English is for an English teacher to teach. And so if you are teaching seven subjects as an elementary school teacher and you're working with curriculum that is bought, purchased, written for a specialist, right, um, you got to kind of learn some things and take take a little bit more time than you're planning. And so uh, he came to me and he said, hey, would you be interested in teaching sixth grade? I think it would be a great fit. You don't have to move. You can stay. I just wanted to check in because I think you would enjoy it and I would have appreciate it if you would consider um basically so we didn't have to go try and hire somebody and and take a gamble right um so I moved because I thought I loved fourth grade still love fourth grade but I thought I don't know that I won't love sixth grade and different experience can only benefit me right yeah um so I moved and it's I think what you would expect when you switch grade levels you're some some things come with you right your teaching experience in general comes with you. Your teacher voice that you have established comes with you. You might have to tweak some things because it's a different grade level. And if it's if it's a big jump, um, not that fourth to sixth is, but it's a jump. Um, the same as it would be going from fourth to second, right? That's yeah, a jump. That'd be a big jump. So you have to adjust some. Um, and you have to learn all the new curriculum, create, if you tend to create some of your own resources, you start from scratch again with those. Um, you know, I taught, I teach with slides. So every day I have like a slide deck. Don't get me wrong. I don't read off of my slides and make that my entire lesson, but it's how I kind of structure my day and pace my day. It's a tool I use. Didn't have anything to start with. Yeah. You're totally restarting. And so 
I don't regret it. And I think it's a great opportunity to learn and push yourself in your practice. Um, but it's definitely a shift. And then I was, I asked to move out of sixth after two years because sixth grade is moving to middle school. Um, and I thought, well, why not shift sooner rather than later and get established in a different grade level. And I was placed in first grade. Um, and then we had a hiring situation where my new principal came back to me and said, Hey, I will still let you go to first grade because I've been told you're going to be a great fit and we want to keep you at our school. But would you consider going back to sixth or else I will have two brand new teachers, yeah. not new to the profession necessarily. At least one of them they knew wasn't going to be new to the profession, but new to the state, new to the district, new to this grade level or else I'll be stuck with two teachers who have not taught the grade level in this grade level. Yeah. Um, and so I went back and then I was supposed to teach first grade again the next year. And then I became an instructional coach. Um, so I had done some prep for moving for those, but never got into it. And while you haven't moved grade levels, you did student teach in different grade levels than you're currently teaching, correct? Yeah. So my, uh, student teaching, I did a second grade and I did a sixth grade and then I teach fifth grade currently. So when I got hired for fifth grade, I got into uh, having to learn the curriculum and those types of things because I didn't teach that the year before during my student teaching. As well as during the student teaching, you know, second grade and sixth grade are a lot different. So even during that, you have to adjust and learn the different uh, curriculums and uh, the different ways to teach those students because behaviors are very different from sixth and second graders and fifth graders. So uh, I think there's a lot of learning with that. Uh, would you compare like switching grade levels uh, to be similar to just starting your first year? Like how would you compare that? No, kind of going back to what I was saying is you bring experience with you. Once you've taught, you have teaching experience, right? And I think in your first few years, the growth is incredible that can be made I think every year you can grow a lot as an educator, but definitely those first few years are kind of formative, kind of like how our first few years in the education system as students are, they're very formative. It's where you lay our foundation. And so I know my first year to my second year, I grew so much. And my second year to my third year, I grew so much. And so I wouldn't say that you're starting all over. You take that growth with you. You're just having to shift. And some of the things that you've maybe built specific to standards or curriculum targets um, you can't take with you sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, I taught elements of a story when I student taught in first grade and I taught them when I student taught in third grade and I taught them when I taught fourth grade and I taught them when I taught sixth grade. It just all looks different. And so the benefit I feel of teaching sixth grade, having experience in those other grade levels is I had a better idea of what students had probably experienced because I knew was familiar with the standards and hopefully yeah. they were being taught, you know, the, towards the standard. I knew kind of how things scaffolded towards where the students were that I was teaching at that time. Um, so I found that helpful, but no, I don't think it's like, like restarting completely. Yeah, I think like the biggest benefit for me for being in the same grade level for five years now um, has been I already have all the, I know all the standards, I have all the things made, I have them digitally, I have them on paper, um, so that saves a lot of time, which kind of goes back to 
the last episode um, of that, that time I have, and I can then use that time to develop or grade uh, new things, where if I was starting a new uh, grade level, I would have to use that time to then develop some of those um, those new lessons and learn those uh, new standards. Right, that makes a lot of sense. And just who I am as a person, when I moved grade levels, I was so determined to still do um, the type of things that you typically don't get to because until you have a few years experience in the grade level because like you were saying, the time that, that time that you typically devote to you know expanding or doing more is taken up by just learning yeah. your resources and, and standards. And, but my personality is one where that's not acceptable for me. It's, I'm totally okay with everyone else. I encourage the people I coach to like go easy on themselves, do your best, reflect, grow. Yeah. You know, there's a professional responsibility to um, educate your children and not your, your students and not, you know, make excuses, but go easy on yourself. But for my, but for me personally, I was like, no, I need to do all of my learning of my curriculums and my resources and my standards and build everything and still do my big other stuff that sometimes teachers wait a few years to kind of develop. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily regret it because it, I think it benefited my students and it, it fulfilled something in me. However, I do think that kind of work ethic can lead to burnout. Yeah. What do you what do you think some of like the biggest benefits of switching a grade level would be? I would say it's that partly that understanding of how things scaffold and build on each other, how the standards um, build, and so having went specifically from fourth to sixth, that was really neat because I actually ended up with quite a few of my same students that I taught in fourth grade. Yeah. Um, so then they had a year in between when I taught them and when they had me again. And so it was neat to see how they had grown. But what was really cool is specifically with these two groups, because I taught fourth grade for two years and then I had the same kind of, a lot of the same students when I taught them in sixth grade, we just like fell into old habits the very first day. Yeah. So in a, in a good way, like I could use my same call and response that was unique. I had created it. It was unique to my class. And I said it within the first 10 minutes of the day and 80% of the students I had were students I had in fourth grade and everyone responded. Wow. And the other 20% of the kids were like looking around like, what is going on? But they also caught on really quick and we worked to build a, our new community. And so luckily, intentionally, but luckily it worked, they very quickly gelled and you know didn't feel, I don't think, left out. Um, but that was a neat, neat experience, but specifically like I knew where they had been in fourth grade and then getting them in sixth grade, I saw kind of what had happened in fifth. So I was better able to meet their needs. And then I had last year, I taught a sixth grade group that I didn't have in fourth grade, but I still knew what fourth grade kind of had looked like for them to some extent. Yeah. And so I was able to have that in the back of my mind as I was teaching them as, as sixth graders, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and that, since I haven't switched grades, but you kind of touched on this earlier, earlier, I think one of the biggest benefits is also like the growth that you get as a teacher. You said that, that you grew as a teacher. Um, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think that is, that is huge. And it's a nice, 
challenge um, in a like in a good way. It's a it's a nice challenge. It's a way to kind of expand your repertoire. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy I said that word <laughs> fairly. I probably got it wrong. Accurate, um, and. Yes. So I think that that's, that is a huge benefit. I think there are more, right? I think there are more. And I think when you're, I think there is a difference between asking to move or being open to moving grade levels and being forced due to either staffing or some other reason, teams not working in a way that a principal sees, foresees that they could work if there was a staffing change. Um, I think there is a difference, but I think if you're, if you experience the latter, where it's more of like a, hey, I'm moving you, um, shifting that mindset over summer, if you have the summer to do so, and seeing those positives of this is going to help me grow as an educator, um, you know, it's not that I'm totally restarting, I, I'm still teaching, I have been a teacher, I can bring a lot of those teaching skills with me, and, um, you know, some of what you have done can inform what you're going to be it definitely informs what you're going to be doing but it can be tweaked and and if you're teaching an up like a a grade level that's higher than the one that you came from you level it up yeah if it meets standards still you level it up and if you're going down to a different you know lower grade level you i don't want to say level it down but you know you bring it down to that that standard that age appropriateness and so you're not completely reinventing the wheel but i think you know that that can be that can be challenging. Don't get me wrong. Um, don't don't bring your favorite project with you just because you like to do it. If it doesn't fit with the standards, your your curriculum, you know all of those things. But a lot of times it does. It can. You yeah. just got to be creative. As you mentioned, you student taught in different grade levels. Did you have a sense that? fifth grade or around fifth grade would be kind of your right fit having had that experience in second grade and sixth Sixth grade grade, yeah uh yeah so coming out of my student teaching uh i i kind of knew i wanted to be in that that range that four four five six uh grade range there so uh i think the student teaching definitely helped me teach or helped me learn that i knew that um i i'm very capable of teaching those primary grades um, and I enjoyed working with those kids. I was working at the school and after school programs as well and in summer camps as well. And I enjoy working with those younger grades. But as far as like um, the teaching and the curriculum, um, I knew that I wanted to be in one of those upper grades. And uh, I actually really wanted to be in fourth grade. And that's what I actually was originally hired for. Um, and then due to different circumstances and having to move people around to get um, grade levels to have a certain amount of new teachers. There's a lot of new hires the year that I got hired. Um, it just ended up me uh, moving into a fifth grade spot and I've loved it ever since. Um, we'll see, there's maybe some movement around uh, in the upcoming year. We don't know for sure yet. So we'll see if uh, I am asked to maybe volunteer to move to another grade level or, for, or if I get to stay in fifth grade. Um, so I'm not quite sure. I would really like to stay in fifth grade. I love fifth grade. I am open to moving to, say, like a fourth grade, um, as I think it would just help me grow as a teacher and maybe put me into some more roles of like leadership or leading a grade level if, if possible. 
Uh, but I would also like to stay in fifth grade uh, if I could, because I really enjoyed the, the, that age group and I enjoy the curriculum that we have. And I do have all those things uh, set in place and um, it allows me to spend time to kind of try and come up with some more bigger um, activities uh, and things like that. So is there anything that you did in your student teaching experiences that you were able to bring with you into fifth grade and kind of adapt so that it did hit those standards or work for your grade level? Um, yeah, so some of the things I did in the sixth grade, which I spent more time in the sixth grade, uh, hours wise, um, was like a class economy. Uh, so I brought that into uh, the fifth grade and that's working out well. Uh, I also helped run a news show in the sixth grade and we're starting one just recently in now in the fifth grade and uh, so some things like that some of those bigger projects are definitely some things uh, that I've brought uh, into the fifth grade and work well I think a lot of just managing uh, your classroom um, the sixth and the fifth grade they're, they're those behaviors are pretty similar so uh, just, just different strategies that I learned from my CT um, I tend to have brought into that as well. So as a coach, have you seen any examples or reasons to why uh, a administrator would want to switch uh, teachers up into different grade levels or as you've worked at different schools, so different administrators might have different um, philosophies on switching people up. They might want, like to keep teachers in the same grade level and keep teams together they might like to mix it up to see if different things work together so what as a coach what experiences or things have you seen about switching grade levels with typically I feel like it's just a need like we have we're overstaffed in fifth grade for next year um, there's currently four teachers we only need three which means that one of my fifth grade teachers is gonna to have to move and I have an opening in second grade, right? So that's typically what I've seen. I have also seen principals over the years, not even just this year as a coach, move teachers or ask teachers to move or prompt teachers to move from a team or a grade level because they thought they would be a better fit with a different team or in a different grade level. Um, I've also seen principals move staff because similar to what you were expressing you know you ended up in fifth grade because there were so many new teachers that you would have had a team full of prominent like mostly new teachers yeah. um and they they often want to balance their of experienced teachers and new teachers so that the experienced teachers hopefully kind of take on a mentor role for this new teacher at their school and if you have all new teachers in a grade level, that, that opportunity is kind of lost. Um, so I think those dynamics are important to consider too, like levels of experience, um, personalities on a team, and I think principals, most principals I've worked for have like are tuned in or tried to be to how a team is functioning or how different staff kind of relate to each other and, and what might be the best fit. And there are grade levels like sixth grade in my district. You don't have sixth grade in your district, but sixth grade in my district and kindergarten that I feel like 
you got to find the right people or it's not going to work out very well. Yeah. Um, that is the thing as a coach I've seen and as a teacher I saw most is when you have a kindergarten teacher who kindergarten's not really quite the right fit for them, um, you have a bunch of little kindergartners, five-year-olds running around the school like crazy little people, yeah. right? Because that teacher is just a better fit for, thir for third grade um, than they are necessarily for kindergarten at the time. And maybe maybe kindergarten is a good place for them to go back to later um, in their career when some of those, those management routine procedure... Um, child development, uh, un, you know, an understanding of child development, all of those they have a better, better, better grasp on. And then for sixth grade, um, like I spoke to earlier, it's just different management. We deal with some really serious situations, um, and you have to know how to handle those. Um, and also, when it's time to call in somebody else into the process and that's every grade level right but it happens I feel like a lot more frequently in those upper grade levels where we handle some very sensitive topics or, or kids bring us some very sensitive things that are um, said or done on the playground on the bus wherever and and you know there are instances where teachers try to handle it all themselves and it's nice to have a teacher in that grade level who has a good gauge on this is something I should be handling myself. I can't be sending kids to the office every single day. Yeah. And also, or this is something that we need to involve the counselor in or the principal in and, and all of those. So it's just finding the right fit for everyone. Um, and so that's typically when those are the reasons why principals move, yeah. move teachers around. And I think that's what I found in, in my student teaching when teaching with the lower grade and upper grades that that fit for managing those types of things I for me it was just much better with the upper grades I was able to relate more to uh, the age of kid and I was able to um, learn how to manage and I felt more comfortable managing those types of behaviors and things where um, it was just a better fit for me to to deal with that and I see that in the in the fifth grade as well like um, I'm able to not send kids to the office all the time. I'm able to talk with them and relate to them and get kind of to their level um, as far as like, you know, not necessarily reasoning with them, but, you know, listening to them and hearing what they have to say and then, you know, being able to teach them and tell them, you know, this is wrong or this is what you can do here instead of this and instead of always just, you know, oh, you, you did that, you know, go to the office, go talk to the... To this so and so, like I'm able to, to kind of develop those relationships where I'm able to talk to them more. Uh, where at the lower grades, um, that fit just wasn't really for me. Right, you're able to connect with them in a different way. Yeah. I agree. I think um, when I taught first, when I student taught in first grade, it was really funny because sense of humor is something that I try and like utilize in the classroom. I try and stay away from sarcasm because that can be easily misinterpreted with with kids and. Um, you know, they don't recognize it as humor, but as teasing or yeah. mean or so I stick, I, I try to stick to having a good sense of humor and avoiding sarcasm. Um, but man, trying to get, get on that first grade level of a sense of humor, right. I just could not figure it out. Yeah, no. yeah, they get my jokes more in the upper grades. So that's, uh, definitely a plus there. Right. Right. Which is a way to make connection with kids and, and, um, help them understand and, that you're not always the, you know, the authoritarian, you're always the authority, but you're not always 
the authoritarian. And when you don't have that lighthearted connection, um, then it tends to become that they think of you as, as uh, the person that's always or consistently telling them what to do and when, and that's all you're good for. Yeah. And not necessarily for a good time along with that. Yeah. And I think that's important to building relationships. Um, and I agree. I think, you know, I think we both can figure out primary and how to make that yeah. work, but a more natural fit might be intermediate. Um, and I enjoy, similar to kind of what you were speaking to, I feel, I enjoy helping them problem solve through things and yes. helping, you know, them brainstorm and, and figure out ways to do something differently the next time. Um, if they've made a, a poor choice and helping them, them problem, you know, problem solve and grow and all of those things. And I think with, with little ones, they don't have a lot to pull from, right? Like when they're really young, yeah, they don't so have, really. yeah, they don't have prior, much prior experience. And so it's a little bit more directive and that's okay. I can do that, but it's not as collaborative and I enjoy kind of that we're I'm in this with you and here I want to listen you yeah. mentioned listening like I want to listen to you your voice is important so which is another way to build connection yeah I'm glad you said problem solving that was kind of what I was trying to say and I couldn't think of <laughs> the words the words to say but yes they to help them problem solve through those situations is uh it's something that is is better for me or easier or something that I connect with more than than that direct like do this do that uh, type of thing. Uh, I do know that some programs, they just teach one uh, grade level in their um, student teaching, like as I've talked to some, some teachers. So if, if you went to a program where you just had your one grade level and that was your student teaching for so many hours, you got through that, would you recommend uh, a teacher to maybe after a couple years explore going to a different grade level uh, to see if that's a better fit for them. Yes, absolutely. I think, um, I guess that, I, I guess I knew that, but that's bizarre to me because how mm -hmm. are you supposed to know maybe where your right fit is if you haven't had exposure, yeah. right? As an adult who plans to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, and we had lots, we were required to do many practicum hours before we even got into our student teaching because we both went as undergrads through the elementary education program also along with then getting our masters and i think there's huge benefits to that because our program in undergrad required like you to have a special education experience and um a dual language experience and a few like and then other practicum experiences in different different grade levels um and those could look different ways like there was some there was some wiggle room and freedom within what qualified yeah but I think that was really um, beneficial and you know I taught I student taught in a first and third and I wish that the gap had been a little bit more yeah because third is that really in between primary intermediate and in some districts it's considered intermediate and in others it's still considered primary yeah for a reason um, because by at the beginning of third grade they're still primary students and by the end they're kind of more intermediate um, but I was able I loved my first grade student teaching experience. It was phenomenal. But like I shared, I, I just, I love teaching. And so I enjoyed it, but I didn't quite feel like maybe it was the right fit connection wise, like age, age, age range wise for me at the time. 
Um, and then in third grade, I was closer. Like I felt like, oh, I'm getting closer yeah. to where I'm supposed to be. Um, so that was a good feeling. So yes, if you don't have that opportunity to explore that while you are in college and you end up with a teaching job in the same or similar grade level, you know, close, close to the grade level that your student taught in, then you haven't experienced something else. You, I would say explore unless, you know, you, you know yourself really well and know that that's the right fit for you. But if you're questioning it, yeah, go, go, go try it out. It's only going to help you grow as an educator, even if it's not quite the right fit. Yeah. I mean, we definitely had a lot of exposure. I had the two different grades, the second and sixth, big difference there. I also worked, like I said, at the school and with summer camp. So got to do work with a wide range of uh, age groups of students. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that was definitely beneficial for me knowing that I like to be in those kind of upper grades. Those experiences really helped me. So if you don't get those experiences like we did in college where they had us go teach at, or go shadow and, and mm -hmm. help out in a primary and in a SPED class and an ELD class um, and upper and, and lower grades, um, I'd definitely say try and find a way you can do that. Maybe you do work summer school mm -hmm. and you at, you request to teach those lower grades if, if that's possible or you work at summer camps with those different uh, grade levels so that you can kind of see and then you might find out like yep yeah, this grade that I'm in this is where I'm supposed to be this is that age group I love it and you might find like you know what I, I do really love that different age group so I would definitely recommend finding a way to work with um, some different grade levels and age groups to just really see for that fit yeah and you mentioned summer school and I know my district currently is hiring for summer school and you do not have to have a teaching license yeah um, and I think yours is the same yeah. and I'm sure it's it's similar across the nation like this is not Abnormal as far as I've heard right now because a lot of because a lot of districts as who didn't previously have Summer experiences summer schools, whatever they're calling it do um, They established them kind of in, at, when COVID hit and now they've continued them on in that bigger format with hiring more people who don't have teaching licenses and that's a great opportunity and you'll get paid. Um, you know, and it, ours are like three week chunks. Yeah. And so you're not committed for an entire nine month school year. Um, so that is a great opportunity. And similarly, another thing for me about teaching kind of the upper elementary grades is the I find the content very engaging versus the primary grades not so much. Yeah. I don't find those super engaging for me. Like, yeah. and if I'm not passionate and excited about what I'm teaching, how are my students going to, you know, become ex interested and excited about what they're learning? At the same time, I'm pretty good at, about convincing myself into things. So if I, and I know that's important. So if I, I planned to move to first grade two years in a row and then ended up choosing not to both times for different reasons, I as I was planning, I found reasons to get excited about yeah. that content. Um, and, and because I know that's important. And I think another thing is, is if you might be asked to, to volunteer to move to another grade, um, it could definitely benefit your, your school and, you know, you might be able to go back at a later time if, uh, you end up not like enjoying or that might not be a fit for your school, but at the time, I know, like, my personality, like, I want what's best for the kids. And 
and it might be what's best for the, the school and those kids at that time for you to move. So I'd definitely say that if um, you're asked to maybe volunteer to move to grade, you really think about it. Um, obviously, if you're asked, you have that option to say no if, if you're in that grade level that you really love. But um, me personally, I'd have to really think about it and you know talk with, with you about that, obviously. Um, and uh, before I make that decision, before I just say no, because I, I enjoy fifth grade, I'd, I'd want to think like, what what are those uh, benefits to the school and then those new kids in that new grade level, if that option, um, or if that was offered to me. Right, and I think that uh, that many teachers might consider that, because that's why I was planned to move to first grade, and then literally a week before school started, my new principal called me, as I was describing earlier, and said, hey, I'm not going to make you, but would you help us out and consider? And I moved, and it wasn't because I was dying to go back to sixth grade. I enjoyed teaching sixth grade a lot, but I had done some work to prep for first grade, and I had already talked to my new team, and I was prepared to move, and I had already moved classrooms, and started setting up my first grade classroom. And so, I considered what that would look like for that group of students yeah. if my new principal needed to hire another new teacher for to work on that team that's only a team of two um, and it would have been rough and so not because the teacher I ended up working with that year wasn't amazing it's just hard it's why principals try and balance like we were talking about earlier new teachers either brand new or new to the grade level and experienced teachers in the grade level or experienced in the profession. And showing that willingness to your administration, uh, you know, is a good thing too. They're gonna see that. And if you're really wanting to move back, they're, they're probably gonna try and find a way to get you to move back to that grade. If Which is, yeah, exactly what happened. Right, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're willing to, to help them in this situation, right, then later on, they're gonna be more willing to help you. Right, absolutely. And it's about the kids and the students and when, Personally, when I see a need, um, it's really hard not to at least consider jumping in to fill in that need when I know I'm capable to do so. Yeah. So what, I guess, would you say, I know you haven't moved grade levels, but you've started, right? Like you started fifth grade. You are also a new teacher, but you started fifth grade. What are some tips for people either starting a new grade level or starting their career, but this, this episode specifically about moving grade levels or starting a grade level, and you, it's possible sometime in your career, are going to need to move. What would be some things that you might consider that you would need to do as you prepare to move? Uh, if you're able to talk to the teachers that are currently in that grade level before like the end of the school year, I'd definitely say go talk with them and try and get as many resources from them as possible um, before the summer. And you know, if say if the teacher's retiring, they might have a bunch of things that they're just able to give you, right? Um, and then save that and use that to help you when you're developing your, your new curriculum and finding your new resources. Uh, and then also, if able, if you're not having just a brand new team and working with just like a brand new teacher, working with that other teacher and you know seeing what they're using um, and you know kind of taking what they're using and the, developing it into your own but that will save some time mm -hmm. with not having just to create everything brand new so I'd say the biggest thing I definitely say is 
try and talk to those teachers that are currently teaching there, see what they can give you, what tips and tri tricks they can give you and resources um, so you can save time uh, uh, there. And then also just you, if, if able, you know, if you're having to back it down, like that's kind of what I'm saying, if you're going from like an upper grade to a lower grade, use what you already know and are doing well and adjust it to that new grade level. What about you? I would completely agree with everything that you just said. I think like communication and collaboration, if you have people leaving the grade level or retiring, they might not be, you know, um, super into collaborating on that, but just communicating and asking and um, for those resources. And if you are joining a, a part of a team that's already established, really working on that collaboration um, early, I think is gonna be super beneficial. And like you were, you know, speaking to, taking what you've done and figuring out what you can bring with you and like you said adapt um, and how what that will look like considering what you know about your new student group like the age group right and that's what I did when I moved from fourth to sixth is I was kind of I was moving up and so how was I going to adjust to where they were at using some of the things that I was already doing. And some of it directly translated. Like I said earlier, I used the exact same call and response. That did not need to be changed. It worked. Um, the first two years, I didn't really have to reteach it. Only to us, only, you know, the other kids caught on and we, we went over it and I explained it. But um, with the next group, I just taught it and they caught on and it was exactly the same thing I did in fourth grade. Yeah. And I did a classroom economy in fourth grade and I did one in sixth grade and it was pretty much the same the only ways that I changed it was sixth grade had a lot more um, like economic standards and so I made sure to tie in our classroom economy to also target and kind of utilize um, some strategies that connected to those standards but other than that it was exactly the same exactly the same money exactly the same like classroom check system and students had the same jobs yeah. um, because mine involved specific jobs and so it translated over very nicely with just a few small adjustments um, to meet them where they were at and looking at the standards figuring out how how I could work work those in in a meaningful way that fit yeah so thank you so much for a great conversation dear and thank you all for joining us and if you have any questions um, please let us know you can find us on pretty much every major social media platform twitter instagram where else uh, you have your website oh yes i have a website um, it's redhead ed and it's a blog but you can contact me there and on the blog is free teaching resources and um, kind of explanations of ways to facilitate different learning activities so you can contact um, us there because on the blog there's also a podcast page and we just would really appreciate hearing from you yeah you can also reach us on the podcast page as well